We're learning the Sikha on Tazriya, Mitzayre, and Chelech of Beis. The Sikha on the connection of the two parshas, the two names of Tazriya and Mitzayre, with a very, very Gishmaka lesson in our Aveda and Golos, and specifically our focus on the fact that everything we do now in Golos is for the purpose to bring Mashiach. The Shia today is being learned, Lila Nishmas, Rabbi Yosef ben Yamin ben Ramanasha Kaltman. The Parshiyas Tazriya Metzayda, Zenolet Tikviyas Mereva Shonim, Ala Shonim Pshutais Mechubarais. These two Parshiyas of Tazriya Metzayda, so in most years, in all years when there's just one other, it's connected. The Kishur Veshaychis, which in the Tzvei Sedris, is Vashtandik Bepashtus. The connection of these two Parshiyas is self-understood, Noisif of them. In addition to the fact that both Parshis speak about Negoyim, in Parshus Tazria, Negi Adam, Negi Begodim. In Parshus Tazria, it speaks about a Nega on the skin of a person or on his garments. Or in Parshus Mitzayir, Negi Batim. In Parshus Mitzayir, it speaks about a Nega on the person, the walls of the house. Besides that, in addition, Parshus Mitzayir is the Siyam Vachaisim from Parshus Tazria. The Pasha of Mitzayir is really concluding the points of the halachas that it speaks about earlier in Tazria. Why? The Dinah Mitzayir v'Gavel Chesaretzach v'Pashas Tazria. All the halachas about the Mitzayir that it speaks about in Tazria is Siyumam. Its conclusion, Tairas Hamitzayir Biyayim Taharasei. The halachas of this Mitzayir when it comes the day that he's pure again and how does he purify himself in Pashas Mitzayir. So that's in Pashas Mitzayir. So it's really two Pashas that go together. The question, however, comes up regarding the names that these two parshas have. It's already explained many times, and the name of the Sedris Nit Asimim Balma. The names of all the parshas of the Torah are not just a name as a, a sign to know how to refer to it as. That you choose one of the words in the beginning of the parsha to distinguish between one parsha and another. That's not the case. Now, jeder nomen anhalt und rektois wie all the shemesh and ekron ben belash nakaydish din ekudas hatayichin von der sedra. The name contains in it and expresses the unique content of what this sedra is about. On vidas es mudg eich mudgish be parshas tazria. This is emphasized right here in the first parsha in tazria, as like many Israel hastin it isha. The name of the Pasha is not Isha, Chodz, das is der erste Wort, nach der Psychoklolis Vaidabar Avaya Gaimalema. Even though this is the first word after the general opening of Vaidabar, Hashem speaking to Moshe. Aber mit welcher es heim zu chon, kama Parshis and Teira. There are other Parshis and Teira that begin with Isha. The Rebbe is not referring here to the full Parsha as we, as the Rebbe refers to it as a Sedra, but he means. The parshiyas and teira, where there is a pei or a samach, and it begins another parsha. There, there are other parshiyas and teira that begin with an isha. Is the snit anom special from their parsha? So therefore, the word isha, it would be sufficient to distinguish between this and other sedras in the teira, but nevertheless, it does not express uniquely the content of this parsha because there are other parshiyas in the teira that begin with isha. Nor irnomin is tazria. Rather, the name of the Pasha is Tazria, and that's because the name Tazria expresses the content of this Pasha. If so, this requires a clarification here in our case. What's the connection of the name Tazria to the Pasha in general? 
the content of the Pasha, for the most part, speaks about the halachas of a, of a person with a nega. Tazria speaks about giving birth. Nochmeh, the question is even stronger. Not only do we not see any relation between the word Tazria and the subject of the Negoyim, seemingly these are opposites. The word Tazriya refers to a woman that gives birth. The Gemara tells us the person that has a nega, a mitzayre, is considered like he's not alive at all. On the pshat of is, what does this mean? It's not just describing the level of his tumah. Nor the Mitzayra Atzmai is Choshev Kemes. The Mitzayra himself is considered to be like a person that's lifeless. So if so, it's the exact opposite of what the word Tazriya implies. Similar, there's a question regarding the Parsha of Mitzayra. So the name of this Parsha. In Mitzayra Retzech, Nidvegen the Mitzayra Alts Mitzayra. In this parasha of Mitzayda, does not speak about this individual when he is in this condition, condition as being a Mitzayda. The different halachas about the details of the nega he has and the tumah of it. On the contrary, the content of the whole parasha is speaking about how he can cleanse himself or how he purifies himself of this of being a Mitzayda. How he becomes, he, he ceases to have that the definition as a Mitzayda. He can enter into the camp with all Yidin and bring his karbanis. He can bring his karbanis. So why is the name of this parsha talking about the purification of the mitzayda? Be mitzayda. Now, if you look into the parsha itself, you may argue and say as follows: As nachten in their sedre, let's have a nigibat. It does speak about the halachis of a nega. In other words, yes, the halachis of a nega regarding the tumah of the nega when it comes to the nega on a house. So we can say that mitzayda refers to the tumah of the of the mitzayda, but not regarding a human being or his garments, but regarding the walls in the house. But still, isn't it glatik? This is not a, a smooth explanation for the name mitzayda of the parsha. Aleph number one in Pashtus Vernigibatim Nit Nichlal in a move and from Mitzayda. Simply, the Nigayim that are on the walls of a house are not included in the simple meaning of Mitzayda, which refers to a person, a man that has a, a, a nega on his skin. Beis, besides this, Nachmer, the question is even stronger. By the Nigibatim is the Adgoshe Nitin the Nigayim Kishalatzma Malzinim Biltirotzi. When it comes to the Nigayim on the walls of the house, here, it's not about the nega itself, which is a sign of something which is wrong over here, that this, that, that itself is a, a concept of Tumah. That's not really what it's about. Nor Rashi, telling you the simple meaning of the Pasuk, as soon as the Pasuk says, the opening of this parasha about the Negaim that will be in the house, on the walls of the house, says Rashi, this is actually good news. That they'll have this nega on the wall of the house, because the Amorim living in Eretz Yisrael before the Eden conquered the land hid all their treasures and their monies in the walls. The point of the Nega was to bring the person to locate that place and to break open the wall and find the treasures hidden there. So really, it's not a negative thing at all which is indicated in the name of the Pasha Mitzayda.
Mashain ke mitzayir is adara, but the name mitzayir is on the contrary. Lefiyam mavuah v'pirish Rashi do, ubaruch hamedrashe Chazal etchilas parsha seinu. Rashi and Chazal tell us vegendim chesarim on einish benam mitzayir about what the mitzayir is lacking and the punishment that the mitzayir gets by getting this tzaras on his skin or on the garments. Lashon hara, das is verbunden mit inyu von lashon hara, lashon hara, v'gasas haruach, something negative. The person speaking about others that he's not supposed to. Or is hori behavior? So the question that therefore still remains: What's the meaning of the name mitzayda for this parsha, which talks primarily about the purification process of the mitzayda? Additionally, the question here is: that we do find that regarding the second parsha here, mitzayda, that over time in history there were two names that this parsha is called with. Minig Yisrael, and Azeb Bert's young Reuven in Torah Shulchanorech is Sarufnir Mitzayda. That we refer to this Pasha with the name Mitzayda. Aber in Rasag, Perish Rashi, on Rambam, Bert's young Reuven says However, the Ardi Shainim, as the Rebbe quotes them here, the Rasag, Rashi, and the Rambam refer to this Pasha as the Pasha of Zaistia. Was the time, Achilok von Litzweishitis. So, how can we explain these two names for this Pasha and each one expressing the content of the Pasha? What is the difference? In what some Rishayim refer to it as, and what it has become the custom to refer to it as Parshas Mitzayim. Sivbeis v'yeshloima bir bezet. So to explain the, the names and the connection of these two Parshas, as follows. So Rebbe here will give us a beautiful, unbelievable, insightful understanding of the Negayim Bechlal and Einshim and Teira in general. Bahaktim with the following introduction. One of the foundations of our Amunah is as follows, the idea of reward and punishment of to use the words of the Rambam himself when he counts the 13 principles of faith. So he says, The 11th principle, that Hashem rewards the one that fulfills the mitzvahs, and he punishes the one that transgresses on what the Hashem warns not to do. And the great reward is in the world to come. And the greatest of punishments is kodis, when a person's life is cut, cut short, and it means spiritually his life is disconnected. And as the Rambam speaks about the reward and punishment at length, also in Sefer Ayad and Hilchus Shuvah. So this is the idea of reward and punishment, that's a principle of faith, that's relevant for all of Teireh or Mitzvahs. Now, Teireh is the Teireh's Chesed. What we need to know is, before we understand what the concept of reward and punishment is, Teireh is a Teireh of absolute kindness. If so, is Muvan, as Eich the Einshet Teireh, is Erenit L'Shem Einish Chas The purpose of the, the punishments in Teireh is not for the sake of punishing itself. No, rather, the tikkun faranefeshachaita. The punishment is a means how to cleanse and rectify the soul that has sinned. And as Gemara tells us, person that is liable for the punishment of Kodis, nift shaloku, but he got the punishment of Malchus, which is lashes, once they got this punishment, so then they're absolved from the Kodis as well, because the punishment cleansed the soul, so there's no Kodis anymore. Similar is true when it comes to the punishment, capital punishment through the Bezden. Chazal tell us regarding an individual by the name of Ochein that died, 
here in this world you have been cut off, but in your soul has been atoned for and you'll, you'll be connected and you'll live an eternal life in the world of Eilam So this is what the idea of Ein Shemar. It's a cleansing and rectification process for the soul. So it's positive. It's all to lift up the person. It's all a chesed of Hashem. However, when it comes to most punishments in Teire, we cannot see this in a revealed sense as does is garlic that the einish is for the person's favor. The chayim chayusei ba'almadein ba'elamazeh in his life living here in this world. When it comes to a nega, person that has a nega on his garments or on his skin, zetman does begaloi k'tlekamon berambam. You clearly see how the point of the nega is helpful and a favor for the person. Um, from the einish anigayim and from what we can see. Regarding this punishment of anaga is moon as al that the same is really true regarding all punishments in Taira, even though it's not as apparent as it is when it comes to anaga. So what is it that we see clearly by the Ainish of Anaga? Sif Gimel, the Rabbi begins, the Rambam Zogt, Besaif Hilchis Tumas Saras. So the Rambam tells us at the end of the halachas of Tumas Saras as follows when it comes to the change that happens in the color, the nega that comes, whether in a garment or in a house, the Torah refers to with the name Tzaras, just one name for all these different changes in the colors. This is not something which is natural in the world. This was a wonder, this was something supernatural that Hashem creates for Yidin, in order to bring Yidin a warning for not to, not to speak Lashon Hare. A person that speaks Lashon Hara, what happens? The walls of his house change color. Now, if he takes the message and he does tshuva, so the house will be cleansed and he'll be, that's it, the person is uh, atoned for. If remains in his wicked behavior, until eventually the house has to be demolished because the nega comes back. So then, so then, garments, hide, uh, uh, or maybe leather garments in his home will change colors. If the person still remains with his wicked behavior, until eventually his clothing are burned, so then the garments that he's actually wearing, not just a hide or leather that he has, but the garments that he's wearing on his body will also change colors. If he does then it'll, it'll be pure. But if he's persistent in his wicked behavior, until they are burnt, eventually it comes and reaches to the very skin of the person himself. And he becomes a Mitzayi, and then he has to separate from everyone, and this becomes public knowledge, until he will be forced to realize that the point here is that he shouldn't be busy with the behavior of the way the wicked speak, which is mockery and speaking Lashon Hara, speaking negatively about another Yid. So we see clearly over here how this progresses in the Negayim, begins in the home, the garments, and then eventually if the person doesn't get the message to do tshuva, it'll even be on his skin. So now to see over here the positive point of what the Nega is, what does this mean? In other words, Shem brings a miracle, a unique change in creation, to give the person to, the message to stop saying Lashon Hara. But the father is the Seder, and therefore over here, the Hashem brings this in this in this manner 
from, from little, little by little, with, you know, in a way of kindness, that the person should get the message. As the Rebbe said, Dem shinui friye as that is, dem shinui friye in the bottom. First, there's this, this change in the person's, the walls of the person's house for him to get the message. And then on his garments. And then, if he doesn't do tshuva, it'll be on his body as well. To first bring the message to him in a more lighter and easier way. And then if he doesn't get it, then the message comes even stronger. To be careful with Lashon Hara. So we can see over here that the point of the Einish is not about a punishment, a harm, or to hurt that the person should suffer. Rather, it's, it's giving the person a message to change his behavior and to correct his ways and to elevate himself. Also, if a person is confirmed as a Mitzayr, and now here he has to be locked up, or even before he's confirmed, he already has to be locked away for a week. And after that, when he was Vert and and then if he's confirmed as a Mitzayr, he has to be completely alone. He has to sit alone outside the camps of Eden. What's the point here? That this should wake him up and, and should inspire him. Sitting there alone and having nobody else to converse with. He has time to, to reflect and realize that Hashem doesn't want him to be in connection with other people so he doesn't speak negatively, negatively about other people. That's what... The whole entire process of the Tzaras is all about. It's helping a person heal himself and heal his behavior. Okay, so now we come back to the point, the name of the parasha, the first parasha, parasha's Tazria. Siv Dalit. So with this we could explain, as Mahai Taimavati parasha ongerufen Tazria. So therefore the name of the parasha is Tazria. Tazria is the Aschalas Haleid of Chaim Chadashim. Tazria represents new life, a new birth, Kanal Sifalaf. Even if the Zriya is not of a birth of a child, but even the term Tazriya itself, which would mean planting and you have grain or fruit trees growing. You're planting and there's a new growth. So therefore, this is the word, this is the name that expresses the concept, the unique nature that we see when it comes to the Einish of Negayim, that this is really a growth. It's both the nega itself. And also, the way we treat a Mitzayda when he has to be separated and he has to be alone. So this is not only as a punishment and something which is negative for the Mitzayda. Now the word nar here, interesting, is it's in parentheses with a question mark, meaning that I was leaving it as a, as a suffix that perhaps it's it is also an aspect of a punishment, similar to the way other Ayin are, or maybe not. Maybe it's not even an Ayin at all. It's just a healing process. So that ever leaves that sort of up, up for, for a question. Nar pratim un mitlin in dem tikkun und der heilen von dem These are just details and means of how to rectify and heal this Mitzayda. That he should enter into a new lifestyle, and not be in his previous behavior of speaking like a wicked person with Latsanis and Lashanara. So since everything in Taita and the idea of Taita is all a lesson, is move on as from parshas negayim is That from here we take the lesson and we have an understanding regarding all. Other punishments in Taita as well. As in Yonam is a pu'ulam yechedes from the Mevishin to Mesakin Zandam Demidin. 
as Ogeim B'derech Hayasha, that it's really Hashem interceding on behalf of the Yid, doing something special for him, to help him, to elevate him, to, to, to purify him, to heal him, that he should go back on the straight path. That's the name, Tazria, for this parasha, the unique nature that we see by a nega, that it's all about a new life, a new a healing process for this Mitzayah. Favos vertos ongevizen on ongezog dafke by Mitzayah. Now this idea that we prove from here to all other ancient Mitzayah, why is the concept of a nega or a Mitzayah chosen for this, to make the point that all ancient Mitzayah are really a positive thing? So the answer is, Hayez azeres chashev kemes. Since the Mitzayah is considered to be like he's not alive at all. Umbegili is Tumas Mitzayah from the Tumas Achi Chamurais. The Tumah as well is from the most severe levels of Tumah. Zain Einish Bodad Yeshim Luchutz Lamachna Mishove and his punishment also is to sit outside of the Machna all alone. Is from the Einish Machi Chamurim. Is also from one of the worst punishments to have to exile from your home and to be outside of the Machna all alone. So the Taita is choosing one of the most harshest punishments that we can see in the Taita, seemingly. And therefore from here we could learn if regarding this punishment we can clearly see how it's a cleansing and healing process. So from here we learn regarding other punishments as well that really this is a new beginning. This is just a detail in helping a person rectify himself. Just like it is with a nega and the days that he's locked or closed out. It's all new birth. As their kameis, zoverna beri chadasha. That this individual that up until this point is like dead, lifeless, should become a new creation with a new lifestyle. So here the Rebbe now, Sifhei, will focus on the detail of Badad Yeshem Machna. This is a unique thing by the Mitzayre that he has to be alone and this helps him reflect and create a new life for himself and not be involved with his friends the way he was up until this point. This brings us also a relevance in Allah. It gives us a different understanding of what this concept of Bodad Yeshev, Mechutz Lamachne, is all about. So, Demdin by Mitzayra is, Demdin by Mitzayra rather. So, this Allah by the Mitzayra is, Kol Yemei Asher Anagabai Yitomechulu, and Bodad Yeshev, Mechutz Lamachne, Meshavai. That he has to sit alone outside of the Machne where all the Yidin are. Kama Magdazan and Tzvei This could be defined in one of two ways. This is a similar halacha that we already find by other people that are Tomei, whether Tumas like Zavim and Zavis, which is from a, 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 an emission that comes from the body, or a person that touches a mace. And there we find as well, that depending on the degree of the level of the Tomei, they may not enter into the Machna Shechina, into the Beis HaMikdash area, or even into Machna Lovia, which is the Harabayas area in the time of the Beis HaMikdash. So similar here, so but his Tome is actually more severe. So he has to remain outside all three camps, outside the camp of being amongst Eden altogether, automatically is Badad Yeshev. So therefore he finds himself alone. There isn't a point of him necessarily being alone. It's just that he may not enter in any of the Machnas because of the Tomeh. So he ends up finding himself alone outside the Machna. That's one way to define it. Or we can actually say, as the Azhara Badad that this, that the warning for the Mitzayda, that he has to sit alone outside the Machna, is Adin Miyuchad by Mitzayda Davke. This is something unique for the Mitzayda. Nitnar Fabunimitzayn Tomeh. This is not just because of the level of Tumah that he has, similar to the other Tumas, 
with another degree, with another severity of Tumah. No, it's not related to the Tumah at all. Or rather, according to this way, we could say it's additionally, that he being a Mitzayda is something unique and different about him. That the Taita says it's not just about being outside of the three Machnas because of Tumah, but you have to be alone. The Badad Yeshev, this itself is the point, that you should be alone. And this is connected to the point that the Rebbe said before, that this is the healing process of the Mitzayda, the fact that he has to be alone outside the Machna. Now seemingly, the answer here is that by Metzayde, both of these definitions of defining what it means that he has to be outside the Machna and be alone, they're both true. Aleph, number one, they're din kloli from Tmeim, Valchishteit, and Parshish Nosei. There's the general halacha of where Tmeim have to be, as it's described in Parshish Nosei, and it includes a Metzayde there as well. It talks about the Zav and the Tamil Nefesh. But it says the Tzeruah as well, the Mitzayda. And the Pasuk there says, and the Tam is, that they should not make the Machnes, that they would be amongst them, Tame, to leave the Machnes. The point is to stay away from the camps. So this idea is to stay out because of the Tome. But then there's a unique thing by a Mitzayda, that Sivui, the halacha that it says here, by the parasha of Mitzayda, Badod Yeshev Mechotz Lamachna Meishavah, that he should sit alone outside of the Machna, Adin Miyuchot by Mitzayda. This is a unique halacha that's only by Mitzayda, but says Negeya, and which is relevant to him. It's to help him cleanse himself or to, pure, to rectify his own soul. The Taharasai, to purify himself. It's not only because of his Tumah that we don't want his Tumah to be amongst others in the Machna, but no, it's about the Mitzayda himself that he needs this loneliness to reflect for himself in order to be Mitzayda himself. Between these two halachas here, there are a few different actual practical differences, and from them, there are brings two differences here. Aleph number one. By them dinar kloli v'yishlochom and amachne, the halacha regarding all kinds of tumas, including the mitzayda, that he has to be sent outside of the camps, is negayah the shlila. The main point is the to negate the negative, the fact that he's not inside the machne, as on nitzayin of the machne, not to be inside in the machne that we want should remain pure. But yitamus machne, not to bring tumah into the place of the machne. Ubemele keshabatlu machnois. If there are no actual machnes, if the, the Yidin are not camping, there's no actual places where cities or camps where Yidin are camping, it doesn't make a difference. As long as he's not inside amongst everyone else, that's okay. On the other hand, when it comes to the halach of Badad Yeshe, the fact that we want this Mitzayda to be alone, what's the main point of here? The main point is this itself, the positive. This, that he's sitting alone. As Erzazayim, Badod, Michotz, Lamachna. That he should be alone outside the Machna. Obimele, Oibes, Hatzach, Meize, Sibeshetia, Nit, Oizkefirt, Payim. That in you from Badod, Yeshim, Michotz, Lamachna, Meishavai. If, for whatever reason, he's not sitting alone outside the Machna. When says, Nitok, Kimitzis, Vamachnas, Kanava, Chayetzebezeh. If, for whatever reason, Yidin are not living organized in camps. And therefore, this person is going to be going outside. But he's never alone, really. Because people are just living all over, scattered around. So then, this Mitzayda will never be able to be purified. If it was just the first point, so then, as long as he's not inside a Machna, it's fine. 
If the fact is that in that time of history there are no machnes at all, and Yidin are just living all over the place without any particular machne, it's fine. He's not inside a machne. He's not bringing Tumah inside a settled area of a machne. But if the point is that he should be alone, so then if Yidin are not living in machnes and they're all over the place and he's just there somewhere, but he's not alone though. If the point is this, that he has to be alone, so he'll never be able to come to his Tara. This is explained elsewhere. There's another Sikha in Chelek Yitches where the Rebbe goes through this in more detail as well. Bayes, another practical difference would be as follows. If it was only this halacha, that he has to be outside, the point that he has to be outside of all three machnes, so then it would come out, as the azhar, which means, that by a mitzayre, that he has to be alone outside of the machnes, and outside all three machnes. Why all three? Because we don't want anyone else to be with him, even other Tmeim that also may not enter into certain camps, may not enter into a Machne Shechene or into a Machne Levia, but are allowed to enter into Machne Yisrael. So therefore the point is that even other Tmeim won't be with him. So, but is Blois Shailel an undersug Tmeim, Tmeim Meis, Zavim other kinds of Tmeim that may not be together with him because they could enter into Machne Yisrael and he has to go out even further than that. Other Mitzrayim that are being sent, if there's more than one Mitzrayim that's being sent out of all three Machnes, they may be together outside all the Machnes, as long as there's no other Tmeim along with him. So again, this is all if it's the point of the Tumah. So other Tmeim should not be with this Mitzrayim, which is a higher level of Tumah, but other Mitzrayim, all Mitzrayim together, there's no point that they have to be necessarily alone. But if it's the obligation of him sitting alone, so then he must be completely alone, separated from everybody, including other Mitzrayim as well. And that I've explained, it's specifically then, so he becomes separated and he becomes known and publicized that he's alone. On, additionally, only this way, when he's completely alone, will he not have who to converse with and not continue his behavior, his negative pattern of his wicked way of speaking. Which is not the case if we allow him to be together with other Mitzrayim, and especially if you're grouping all these Mitzrayim here together, this will actually cause the opposite, that all of these Rishayim, these Mitzrayim, that are, have to heal themselves from Lashon Hara, are found in the same place. How is that going to help anybody? It's like the concept of prison, all, putting all the prisoners together in the same place doesn't really help them, doesn't really get them to uh, heal from what they're suffering from. So here he has to be completely alone. So this is the unique halacha that we can see by a Mitzrayim, that shows us the relevance also, the Rebbe shows here, the, the relevance in Halacha, that it's not just about being outside the three Machnois, but he actually has to be completely alone, because this is the, the healing process. Continuing in Sifav, so the Rebbe brings this now to, on a much deeper level, the positive of what we, we can see regarding a Metzayre, the Nega, according to what the Alter Rebbe explains in Lekotetayre. Just like this is in the simple explanation of the subject, and according to Allah, according to the Rambam, as Negoim is an ice on a warning It's a sign and it's a warning for a person to be careful of not speaking Lashon Hara. And then, and, and that 
eventually if he doesn't do tshuva and he gets drawn into this so then even the skin will change colors and eventually we have to take this person and put him outside to be alone so that he does not speak with other people similar and even more so is his mudgish is all of this highlighted and emphasized when we look at it from the perspective of Chesid is the way Anaga has explained. It says, Mavur and look at the Tayre, so the Alter Rebbe says, and look at the Tayre in this week's parsha. As those was Benigoim Shteit, Adam Kiyeh Ba'er Besari Gaimah. Why does the Tayre use the term Adam? Which is the Tayre Adam versus the Shem Hamailov in Yidin. The term Adam is actually a name that defines Yidin that are on a high level. And not other terms like Ish or other levels of a person that is not on this level. So why? A person with a, as a Mitzayda, why is he referred to as the Adam? Is, the idea of a Nega is only possible by somebody that's on the level of an Adam. A person that really has, has worked on himself and has purified and elevated himself and is basically almost perfect. The time the fun is, now the reason for this is, so, so what's happening over here? Why is this person getting this Nega? The naga that there is on the skin of a person's flesh, vaist as the ra versus goyim the naga, is nit betoich in the pnimis from the mansion. That means that there is no ra, there is no evil that's still there festering inside the person in in is the real the pnimis of the person's personality. This is just some waste and leftovers of the evil that's remaining in the external aspect of the person, at the lowest of his garments, at the, on the skin of his, of his body. And just like the person, the evil that remains within him, is only by the lowest levels of the person's uh, uh, existence, but not, not by the depth and his, in, in, inside and his personality, because there he's an Adam, so, so too, the Naga also comes out just on the skin. The meat is the Alter Rebbe Oich With this, the Alter Rebbe explains, Why we don't have the concept of a Naga in our times. After the destruction of the Beis HaMikdosh, It's not common at all. This is something which was a miracle that happened then in the time of the Beis HaMikdosh. Yes, and the reason is as it's not common in our times as a mensch, such an individual, but that has absolutely no trace of evil inside him. even atzadik, and a person that's totally good, There is still somewhat of a, of a leftover a trace of evil inside of him. The far is the rab so therefore the Ra in our times will not come out only on the external, on the skin of the person's flesh. So not coming back to the point that a Nega is really something positive here, if he says, This explains even better the point that was explained earlier, as that the Negaim, this entire parsha, is not something negative, rather it's a birth, it's a new planting. A new and very high level of a birth. We're talking about a miracle that Hashem brings in order to take away even that most external 
level of evil that's still remaining, and now the person will be completely pure, like a totally new birth, where the last vestige of evil is gone. So we're not just talking about any simple kind of tazriya, of a person changing his negative behavior of speaking Lashon Hara, but really of a total cleansing and a total purity of, of a tazriya and a person that's on the level of an Adam. Okay, so this is the, basically the conclusion, at least one part of, the, of the, the explanation here, regarding the name of the parsha tazriya, both in Allah and al why this parsha is all really positive. It's a parsha of tazriya. Now, Siv Zayin, the Rebbe continues and explains how we could understand the name Mitzayda of, of the, the, what, what the why is that the content of the parsha Mitzayda, even though it's a parsha that speaks about the purity process of this individual. This will explain the name of the next Tzedre, which is Mitzayde. Although, it's not a parsha that speaks about the Mitzayde. When he is in his condition of Tzedre, all parsha is speaking about the day when it comes to purify him. So the point here is as follows. Near the is a beautiful point. With this name Mitzayde, what's expressed here is the purification and the healing of this Metzayda, explained in this parasha, this is not a separate accomplishment that comes after, following his experience of being a Metzayda. Which is something new that happens now, only when he does the actions and the karbanas that the Torah speaks about here in this week's parasha. Nor does alts kumpe hemshich on alts mesuvev fundi inyana muvarim beparshas tazria. This purification and this healing is really all in the process already from the very first moment when he got this nega and he gets clo- uh, closed off and he has to go out of the machne right from the very first point. That is the beginning of the cleansing and healing process. Right? So in other words, the, the tar of the Mitzayda begins when? When he's still a Mitzayda. That's why the name of the parasha, where it speaks about the purification, is Mitzayda. When you are a Mitzayda, that is when the process of the purification begins. The Signanach, to put it in other words, the Polish have a parasha's Mitzayda. of the tar the different activities that it speaks about here in parasha's Mitzayda, that bring about the actual tar they're just drawing down and revealing this that was already accomplished in the change of the person's behavior and his purification process when he was a mitzayda, when the tzaras itself brings that. What Kanal has explained before, as the that the healing of the person spiritually, this is the whole cause of the tzaras, is the tzaras, it's the tzaras itself. And the fact that he's locked away in Badad Yeshiv, the fact that he sits alone. That's why the name on the river, So the name of the Pasha is not the day of his purification, which would indicate that it's only on this day and now when his purification begins. The name of the Pasha is Mitzayra, was this is all an outcome of what was before already. While he was a Mitzayda, that itself is the cleansing and the purification and the healing of the person. Okay, so, this, so now we have the explanation for Parshish Mitzayda as well. 
why this is uh, the name of the parasha. That, so it's, it, it shows us again the same point that Negoyim Tsaras is something which is just a purification and a healing for the person. So in Sivches, the Rebbe will continue and explain how this applies not only to a Mitzayra, but to all Yidin in the time of Golas. Just as this is all true regarding a Mitzayra, an individual. This is also true regarding all Yidin. Yidin are found in a condition where they are alone, outside of the Machna, they are away of the place where they belong to be with the Beis HaMikdash. So now, the Aveide for Yidin Bismana Golos is an Indian from Tazria. What we have to understand is that our Aveide now, in the time of Golos, is in itself really a time of healing and a time of growth. It's a planting and a necessity in order for a growth. And the beginning of the growth in the time of redemption. As the Altarebbe tells us in Tanya, that all the great revelations in the future, they are dependent upon the Avedah that we do today. So this actual Aveda is causing and bringing, it's the, it's, it's the beginning even of this process of new growth. Ki as a rule in general is regarding the rewards of mitzvahs, he ha atzma, that the reward of a mitzvah is the, is, is the mitzvah itself. Right? In other words, the, the schar is not just something that follows after, unrelated to the mitzvah itself, but it's the very mitzvah itself that brings, that draws that revelation of the mitzvah. So therefore what this means is, what will be accomplished in the days of Mashiach and after the time of Tchiyah is is not separate of the experience in the time of Golis. Nor does it Rather, it's the growth and the outgrowth of the planting and the Aveda that's done in the time of Golis. So this is the lesson that we take from the two names of Tazria and Metzayra that every person can apply. Yes, Ayid does have to learn Tazria and fulfill mitzvahs, just accepting the yoke of heaven, simply because this is what Hashem has commanded. Now, you may think to yourself, it does not matter at all what the Aveda that I'm doing is accomplishing. I'm just doing it, completely nullifying myself to Hashem's will. It doesn't matter if there's any accomplishment in this. And of course, there is truth to that as well. As the Rebbe points to in order 59, the famous Loshan of the Alter Rebbe, that a person should be ready and nullify himself and accept the yoke of heaven to fulfill mitzvahs, even if Hashem would just tell you, go chop wood. And there's no reason, no accomplishment in this. However, additional to this Akabala soil, there's a, a very important lesson here. So here we have the lesson of this parasha as Biyachad together with that foundation of Kabbalah soil, is in Masena of Edesenu, Fuzmana Golos, Davte Herdveren, as does as an Inyum from Tazria, Fuzbrenk, Titzmiche, Dem Gilu, Fumashiach, Zabkain. Or a person does have to sense and realize what the Aveda is about. That is, Aveda in the time of Golos is all working and creating the process of birth and healing to bring about the, the growth and the revelation of Mashiach. Ubemele, and therefore automatically, as the Giluim, the law says, then it came as under 
The revelations of the future are not some new, separate thing that will come then. Not a hemshech, but teitzah from the Avaidah from Golis. It's continuing in an outcome of the Avaidah in the time of Golis. Al-Derech, Tazriah, or Metzayrah Kanal, as explained regarding Tazriah and Metzayrah, that the healing of the Metzayrah begins as soon as he gets that Metzayrah on his skin. Titzmiche was come from the Avaidah in Golis. The growth that comes from the Avaidah of Golis itself. Okay, so this gives us an unbelievable uh, a lesson here, the, the approach, understanding regarding Golis Bechlal, what is the Golis all about? It's not just a punishment, not just negative, and Hashem expels us, but this is actually a cleansing and purification process, and a necessary process for the new growth of the revelation of Mashiach. <clears throat> okay, so now here, the Rebbe will explain the special lesson that we have for the time of Golis and the Aveda now to bring Mashiach and the combination of the two parshas together of Tazria and Metzayra. That's the point here of Siftes. In the Mfabun, from the Aveda Bismana Golis, Tazria, Medbias and Mashiach, Metzayra is then in Abedog, Kamaifan. When it comes to the connection of the Tazria, the growth and that the, the, the growth in the time of Golis and the arrival of Mashiach, which is Metzayra, once that revelation comes out and you see that all the time that he was in Mitzayda was just a process of bringing this revelation, there are various degrees or ways that this can happen. Now, although as yet the Yid is Maimon and Biyasa Mashiach, every Yid believes in the coming of Mashiach, and even more in his Mechake, the Biyase, and awaits the coming of Mashiach. But thus is a Yisait, from the Yisaitis Amunah and Velcha Al Yidin Zen and Gleich. This is one of the principles of faith that all Yidin are the same in this. But the extent, how much this influences, or this is the experience of his entire Aveda that he does, how much is he focused on this, on, on, uh, that his Aveda is for the purpose of bringing Mashiach, there are various degrees to this. I can learn in Taita, or Mikhaims and Mitzvahs, a person can be learning Taita, or fulfilling Mitzvahs, and, and fulfilling Mitzvahs, this is knowing as does this Tazriya. That this is a, a process, a growth, a planting, a growth. As does bring Mashiach, and that this will bring Mashiach. Aber, however, to him, But nevertheless, to him personally and his Aveda, this has no relevance. While, for the following reasons. Aleph number one, Yes, he's aware. He's aware about this fact that the mitzvahs, the Taita we learned in time of Golis, is what brings Mashiach. But that's not his motive for his learning. He's learning because he's learning for whatever reason, or even for Kabbalah soil. He's doing Hashem's mitzvah, but his motive is not because it's, he wants to bring the time of Mashiach closer. Behe's another point. Im artnit as the geule vezayin and ashpetadig nizman. He's not disturbed, he's not bothered by the fact that redemption will happen a moment later. In azman shpeta, a later time, kriyas mitzayre v'shuvu v'fniyatzmai, which would be similar if the two parashas of Tazria and Mitzayra would be in separate parashas, it would be a week later. The, the Tara, or the arrival of Mashiach, would be some time later. Even if it will happen in a different generation. God forbid. He, as an individual, satisfied and happy with this, that he has the opportunity to learn Tayre, is Mekai Mitzvah, he fulfills Mitzvahs, and therefore, yes, he's planting seeds, he's planting seeds for Mashiach, but you plant seeds, it can grow years later, a generation later, and he's not perturbed, he's not living and disturbed by the fact that why isn't Mashiach coming today? 
So here we have the lesson now, the connection of the two parshas, in most years, and a debate is said, these two seders are together. When a cloud gadol b'tayda is, shall I to daber? A very important lesson always in tayda, or a rule in tayda is that tayda speaks to the majority. When I've been ikri ba'alacha l'maisa b'payel is, and it's an actual halacha that's applied in many areas. As aslinam basaruba, we always follow the majority. So tashei is what we learn from the connection of tazriyah and mitzayda being on the same week. We learn as follows: as davzayin the chibul from tazriyah mitzayda, you have to combine the tazriyah. And the Mitzayda together, and as a Bishleimus, this is as completely one. As Kemirig Yisrael Umetum, which is the meaning of all Yidin all over, as Mefret B'yayim Rishon from Nimvach, or the Bishara Yom from Velachavach. If you ask him on the first day of this week, or any of the day of the week, you ask him from Velachavach, from Velachavach, which week are we in now? Is it Enver B'Pashtus? The answer has to be simply and instinctively from Parshas Tazriya Mitzayda. We're in the week of Tazriya Mitzayda. The two together. What does that mean? What, what's the relevance for this regarding a person's attitude and motive of his Aveda in the time of Golos? The person's Aveda has to be constantly with the hoping and the striving that this will bring Mashiach now, today. Awaiting is coming every single day. So that should be, his whole Avedah should be completely penetrated with this feeling that he's bringing Mashiach closer. Since a Yid is created to serve his master, this is the Avedah from the Yidin Kol Hayoyim. This is the Avedah of the Yidin entire day. The Herter in Zankim HaTayda Mitzvah as does Brengt and his Memayar Degula. So a person, every day, so every moment of the day in the Avedah that he does, he senses and experiences this, that what he's doing here is, is to hasten the coming of Mashiach. That's the Hayrah of Tazriya and Mitzayda coming together. Don't separate between your Aveda. Yeah, you have the awareness that, of course, we believe in Mashiach and one day he will come. But meanwhile, you're doing your Aveda and you're satisfied here being in the time of Golis. No, the Aveda of the Yid, he has to have the hope and the, the striving for the coming of Mashiach. And that should be permeated and the feeling that he has and everything that he's doing in his Aveda Sashem and Tayra Mitzvahs. But the other presses the point here in Sif Yod a step further. To what degree this motive to realize that your Aveda is to bring Mashiach, to what extent does the person feel this? Now this itself though can be on two different levels. Aleph, one level is, Yes, he senses and gets the point that the Tazriya is all about the fact that it brings the growth of the Geula, the, the redemption. But it could still be in a manner to use the name of the Pasha that some Rishonim referred to it in their times. This will be. To use the expression of the Gemara, it, will, it should remain in what it is. Which means, This is an additional feature of your Aveda. I think Amarade talks about the halachas of a mitzayda. There are the halachas that the Torah says. And then there's an additional condition, an additional requirement that the Torah adds, zoistia, that it should be this way. Meaning that this, the zoistia indicates that it's like an additional halacha applied. This is something else that comes separately from the Aveda itself. And the Rebbe explained, Yes, He's on a level where he's hoping and awaiting every single day that Mashiach should come. 
on the, the Aveda is to leave the Shiyavai. And his entire Aveda is for the arrival of Mashiach. However, he still senses that the arrival of Mashiach is another stage, another level. That it's not an absolute necessity now here in his Aveda that he's living with, but it's another great, beautiful level that follows. As Durach, that through this that we do today, Break that up, you will cause and bring down him as and you will hasten another stage and another time period, the arrival of Mashiach, and specifically the arrival of Mashiach with the merits that we have, and we will be fully meritorious that it'll come before his time. It'll come quickly. But in other words, the point here is yes, he understands that one causes the other, but it's still A and B. This is his Aveda that he does. And this causes the coming of Mashiach. And he's into it, and he's hoping, and he's awaiting this time period, but it's still two things. That's indicated in the name of Zaistia, something that will be. But Beis, Ahecher is, then there's a higher level of a person being involved in this and feeling that his Aved is, is connected and is here, is bringing Mashiach. As by him is Tazria or Mitzayre Mechubaris. So you have the Tazria, and then Mitzayre, it's connected. The awaiting and the hoping for Mashiach every day, which is felt and sensed in his Aveda every day when he's planting that, when he's bringing the growth, is not as as It's not only that every Aveda, every additional mitzvah he does, he knows, causes, and brings Mashiach closer. Not as the Agula Asida is ein zach metoichan avedasei. Rather, it's a much deeper understanding here. The coming of Mashiach is really what Torah and Mitzvah is all about. It's one of the same thing. The arrival of the Mashiach is the ultimate revelation and perfection of the very Mitzvah that you are fulfilling. Tazria Mitzayre veren ein parasha. The Tazria and the Mitzayre become connected as one parasha. And as the Rebbe already explained before, it's, it's the name of the parasha is Mitzayre, meaning that the growth is in the Mitzayre, which is the process of Golas and the Mitzvah in the time of Golas. That's where the growth of Mashiach is, because Mashiach and the Aveda of Torah Mitzvah is one and the same thing, as the Rebbe here will explain now. Well, B.S. on Mashiach is the arrival of Mashiach is the outgrowth and therefore the perfection of the planting of the seeds of every mitzvah that you do. It's not that A causes B. This is the same thing. It's the mitzvah being fully revealed and fully expressed in, its, in the world. How is this and why is this? This is connected with this. What is the time period of Mashiach all about? It's a time that then we will have the ultimate ability and perfection of fulfilling mitzvahs and learning Torah. Or to use another expression, with the Gemara many times it has unresolved questions, and the Gemara says teiku, and teiku makes up the words of tishpi, taret, kushis, vibayas. Many unresolved questions in the Gemara will be resolved by tishpi, which is one of the names of Eliyahu and Novi that will come and answer all those unresolved questions in the Gemara. And additionally, the Madrash tells us, Mashiach, Yigala, Taimi, Taira, Chula, Mashiach will reveal the secrets of the Taira, Yilamet, Taira, Vachula, he'll teach other levels of Taira that have never been taught before. So the coming of Mashiach is not ushering in some time period of some great euphoria unrelated to Taira Mitzvahs, maybe caused by Taira Mitzvahs, but not related to Taira Mitzvahs. That's not the case. 
It's primarily a time period where Taylor will be in its ultimate level, and the mitzvahs, the fulfillment of mitzvahs, will be on its ultimate level. Kailov, including Boloshna Rambam, in the language of the Rambam, describing Mashiach himself and what he does, Hamelech HaMashiach, King Mashiach, in the future he will come and stand up and bring back the kingdom of David Melech to its original place. And will build a base of Mikdash and and gather all Yidin scattered in the world. And all mitzvahs will return as they were earlier. Makriven Karbanis to, to, to fulfill mitzvahs, bringing all Karbanis. And we again will be able to fulfill the mitzvah of Shemitah and Yevil and Atayreh, Kechal Mitzvasa Ha'amura B'tayreh. And all the mitzvahs that it says in the Tayreh will apply and be fulfilled once again. That's what Mashiach is here. That's what he's going to get up to do. And this is explained elsewhere and in another Sikhim, Chelek Yitches, the Rebbe talks about this very much at length. As the mit, Gita Rambam Arayis Ahalacha. The Rambam is not just describing facts about the future. But he's actually defining to you according to Allah as the gather from Mashiach and is. This is what Mashiach is all about bringing back the full fulfillment of Taira Mitzvah. It's not something that will happen to happen when Mashiach comes, that because the world will be so perfect and there will be a base of Mikdash, so one of the benefits will be that we'll have the opportunity to fulfill all Mitzvahs. No, this defines who Mashiach is and what he's meant to be doing, what he's all about. This is what the Rambam is saying here. All different aspects that were lacking in the full fulfillment of Taira Mitzvahs. You don't have all Yidin together. This is the time period of Golis. Mashiach comes to, to fill that in. And this is also seen even before this in the words of the Rambam when he talks about Mashiach bringing back the kingdom of David Amalek. He doesn't speak about the fact that Mashiach will begin his, his kingdom. Happens to be a descendant from David Amalek. No, no, no. The idea of Mashiach is to return, to bring back what was before. That shleimus that there was in the time of David HaMelech. And similar regarding mitzvahs, chayzrin, to bring back the ability to fulfill all mitzvahs. Bringing back a time period where you have the opportunity to fulfill the tayr of mitzvahs. We have all yidin together and you have a Beis HaMikdash. So now, on vibal, as the cheftzeh. So being that then, the world and the objects of the world that are needed for, and the conditions that are needed for the full fulfillment of Taira Mitzvahs are all in place perfectly. So the fulfillment of the Eden will also be on a completely different level. All Eden will have an opportunity to be involved in the fulfillment of a Mitzvah on a completely different level than Golis. Barom, as the Rambam describes in another place in Hilchus Tshuve, Yenucho mimalchies she'enen manichas lemlasik b'tayro mitzvahs kahaygen. The Eden will be left alone, undisturbed from all persecution that there are, from all, all the kingdoms in the world that are persecuting Eden, to be able to sit and learn Taira and do mitzvahs. And the Rambam adds the word kahaygen. Meaning even those mitzvahs that we did fulfill in the time of Golos, but it wasn't with the full attention, with the full focus, because of the Golos. Uh, situation and then it'll be kahaygen, it'll be fully. 
We'll be completely free with our time to be immersed, involved in learning Torah and its Chachma. And Nachmer, additionally, as the Rambam says at the end of his Sefer, and in that time period, no hunger, no war, no jealousy or competition. The entire occupation of the world would be one thing, the knowledge of Hashem. So this is what Mashiach is all about. So what does this really mean? The fact that Torah mitzvahs that we fulfill today causes the coming of Mashiach, and that should be the motive of a person, that's what he should be thinking about and involved in, and hoping for when he fulfills a mitzvah, it's not just one that brings the other. The coming of Mashiach is actually the full expression and opportunity to fulfill mitzvahs the way it should be. This is really what is behind the belief in, in the coming of Mashiach on their Mechakel and why we await his coming. As the Rambam writes, following after he describes who and what Mashiach is, is and what he's about, there the Rambam then tells us that there's an obligation and there's the principle of faith to believe and await his coming. So a person today in the time of Golos should be learning Torah and fulfilling mitzvahs in the following manner. That his learning Torah today and doing a mitzvah, although it may seem like that he's just learning one line of Torah or doing one mitzvah and sort of the Torah and the mitzvah that he learns today, in, as far as we can see it, is sort of compromised and we don't see the effect of what he's doing. But really the Torah and the mitzvah that you fulfill now in Golas is all adding up and bringing to the full fulfillment of the Torah mitzvahs affecting the entire world with the full expression of Torah mitzvahs. So the ultimate perfection of learning Torah and fulfilling mitzvahs and the shleimus of the knowledge of our Creator, of the Eibishter, in them the And this is what the awaiting for the coming of Mashiach is about. That the, the, which means that it's, it's, it's part and parcel of a person's fulfilling mitzvahs. If you're really involved in a mitzvah and the content of what a mitzvah or learning Torah is about, so then part of this is awaiting, when will I see what this mitzvah is doing? What, what, what is this mitzvah all about? When will I see the full expression of the mitzvah? That is the ultimate connection of Tazriya and Mitzayr and the attitude that a person has in the Aved of the time of Golos, which is a process in the growth of the revelation of the mitzvah when Mashiach comes. So here the Rebbe spells it out in Sifir Aleph, the, the, the difference between the earlier generations where some Rishayim referred to the Parsha as Zaystiyah, and now the Minigists refer to it as Mitzayr. In earlier generations, the name of the parsha was Zaystia. And it's only in later generations where the minig became to refer to the parsha as Mitzayda. In earlier generations, when they were further away from the time of redemption. So what was sensed was that redemption is something that's separate. It's going to be. Something that will happen in the future and even separate of what the focus of Aveda is now in Golis. So the Aveda itself was not permeated to this degree with the feeling that a person's fulfilling Torah mitzvahs is bringing its full and perfect fulfillment and its revelation in the world when Mashiach comes.
That wasn't sent yet. The world wasn't yet a vessel to, to feel this and, and to express this. That's why the name of the Pasha was Zaystia. This is something that will happen in the future. And later generations that are referred to as the time where it's, you can hear the footsteps of Mashiach. So the arrival of Mashiach is something which is sensed and experienced much more even while we're still in Golis. So therefore now the name of the Pasha is Mitzayre. Yidin heren and feelin, Yidin can sense and feel upshite as mazalayachazi. And for sure, the mazal, which is a level of the neshama, can see this. In their avayde, in their avayde, now in Gaulah, says, Otot kult Mashiach, that since Mashiach is about to arrive, ubimele, and therefore, hamaisahu ha'ike, the main thing is the deed, muzben nochmer meisuzayin, in taito mitzvah, we must add in doing another mitzvah, learning more taito, with all with the motive to bring the full fulfillment of the Taito Mitzvah, as quicker as possible, and they will fulfill the Mitzvah in the ultimate fashion, the way Hashem desired it to be, with the arrival of Mashiach, with the third base of Mikdash. So now, this is sensed to a much greater degree, and therefore the name of the parish is Mitzayda, which refers to the arrival of Mashiach, and not just something about the future of Zaystiyah. Okay, so I'll see if you base the Rabbi here will connect this to um, the point that was brought before regarding from from the Kutatayda regarding what a Mitzayda is. Based on what we mentioned before, this can be sweetened or this can be understood to an even greater extent. Why, and only in later generations, is the minig that the parasha is referred to as Mitzayda. Kishem vidasiz by an Odom Parati. Just like it is regarding an individual that's a mitzayda, as dafke der inyum from the goyim mitzayda, that the fact that a person has a nega vaist of an adam asholim, it actually indicates that this person is really perfect. Shemuchsharem ma'isav v'tikim kol advarim v'abchinas shalom ayla. He really has rectified and is perfect in all of his behavior. So it's not as the bichina hatachtoyne shaboyle in his barer arav apsoylas mimano. There's a very low and the last, the very last thing that's still remaining of evil in the person. And therefore, the signs, the physical signs, are just there in the skin. is to hint to the fact, as that it's only at the end of the lowest aspects of his garments, of his soul. The garments refers to, as the Alter Rebbe says in Tayyim, but even in the lowest, only in the lowest aspects of the person, is There is some residue, some remnants of the waste of the, the, the negative that has not been, been yet totally purified. That's the point quoted before from the Kutateira regarding the Mitzayda. So now we can apply this back now to our time period right before the arrival of Mashiach. al says, Similar is true regarding all Yidin in general. Since in the later generations, right before the arrival of Mashiach, we're very close to the arrival of Mashiach. The far filtman is the teichem naila from chinas mitzayda canal. So what we feel is is this high level of the mitzayda, and that is as the pnimius from klal yisrael is shayin nizvarek gevaren. The deep hard work that has to be done to remove the evil within the the yidden that already has been done. Beruch that avayde from yidden b'meshel kol adayres earlier generations the difficult work that they did in their davening and learning on a higher level and they. It, 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 inside of them, and with the level that they were able 
already took care of the deep and difficult Aveda. What's left for our generation is primarily the action, the things that are in the basics, in the bottom line, in the Seifel of of a person to be dedicated and committed in Teir mitzvahs in the Seifel of the Levushim, in the actual fulfillment of Teir mitzvahs. And that's why we see that's the nature of our generation. The difficult and deep internal Aveda is not something that's readily available or possible for every person to do because that was already done in earlier generations. Today, we are the generation of the Mitzayre that has to just get rid of that last remnants of Ra that's there in the Saif, in, in, in the very end of the person's Avedah. So here in Sifid Gimel, the Rebbe brings this and connects this to Mashiach himself. And the Gemara tells us an amazing thing. We find in the Gemara in Sanhedrin, that Mashiach is an individual that sits amongst people that are suffering from illnesses. When Rashi is Mepharish and Rashi explains, It means that Mashiach is amongst those that have a nega, and he also has a nega. Additionally, the Shaklavatariya in Gemara, there's a discussion there in the Gemara, where it discusses the name of Mashiach. According to the Rabbanan's opinion, What is the translation? The Mitzayda by the house of Rebbe. That's what Rashi there says. And Shanama the Gemara brings the Pasik, Ochen Chashavnuhu Menuga Gaimer. We consider Mashiach to be a person with a nega. It's Lachayda Tamua. So this is obviously very difficult to understand. Vikumtis as Mashiach, Zalongarufim Veren Menuga Mitzayda. How is it that we refer to Mashiach as a person that has a tzaras? It's understood the fact that Mashiach would be suffering and pain, Beni is amongst those that are suffering from illnesses. That could be explained. That he is suffering from our sins. He carries our sins. And that's the reason for his suffering. He's suffering as a kapara, as an atonement for all Yidin. Pasuk that's brought, which indicates the fact that Mashiach is suffering for Klal Yisrael. Why from any kind of illness or suffering are we specifically choosing the suffering of a nega to describe who Mashiach is? So based on what we learned here in the Sikha about what a nega is, we can explain as follows. The Mitzayda, this expresses who Yidin are in the time period and what they're experiencing in this time period in the last moments before Mashiach comes. That there's already the purification of the evil that's mostly done in the inner part of the person's personality and his avayda of his, his intellect, his emotions and everything deeper and even his guf as well. And like the Mitzayda, there's only evil that's left externally. And that indicates that Yidin are right there by the level of meriting the arrival of Mashiach. That's the hint for the fact that the Gemara, when it speaks about the illness and the suffering of Mashiach for Klal Yisrael, it chooses the suffering of Mitzayda. Because this shows on the Matzah of Yidin in this time period when Mashiach comes. This explains the answer that Mashiach himself gave to Rabbi Shua ben Levi in the Gemara when uh, when he asks Mashiach, when will the master arrive? 
And Amalei, he answers him, I'm coming today. And when he doesn't arrive today, on the Azbarah from Eliyahu, what Mashiach meant to say is, he'll come today if and when you will listen to my voice, when you will fulfill Torah Mitzvahs properly. So what is the understanding of this conversation here? First he says, Hayyim, and then he clarifies a condition in Bekeil Tishmo. So it seems like that the Hayyim is really not serious at all. It's, it's just really the Bekeil Tishmo. So the Rebbe explains, Klal Betayre, the rule in Taita is, E Mikra Yaitza Midei Pshutei. The Pasuk should not be taken out of its simple Pshat. So here as well, if the Gemara says Hayyim, so Hayyim means Terei. The point here is not to negate the simple pshat that Mashiach says that his arrival is today. As a yoyim is a matzah from Zohu, that today is a time period where Yidin are meritorious. And therefore they are deserving that he should arrive today. The Avedah of Golis itself is the, the purification that brings about Mashiach. So today, there is already the Tazriya. They're in the process, or even at the end, as the Rebbe said, at the time of Zohar, it's really today. Now, now we're de- de- defining and explaining what the Hayyim of Golis is. As Das was Layasa, the fact that he didn't actually reveal and arrive, as well as had gefelt the Shleimus from Bekeil to because we're lacking in the full fulfillment of listening to Hashem, the Gemar Habirif and Chetzani to finish that very last Chetzani is the external of the Ra, to remove it. But it's really Hayyim, it's now here, in the time of Golos, today the merits are here. And this is what brings the coming of Mashiach. You just have to get rid of that Chitzainius, and then Mashiach comes, Hayyim. Especially this could be said in our generations, as Yidin Herin, on feeling that Yidin can sense and feel. As Mashiach is Hini Zayimid the Mashiach is standing right behind the wall. This is an expression the Friedrich Rebbe used when he announced the time of Mashiach is near in his, in his lifetime in Tavshin Aleph. This wall that Mashiach is standing right behind it has windows and cracks in it. Mashiach, to use the language of the Pasuk Nishir Hashirim, is already looking through those windows and those cracks. As Mashiach is standing and waiting, when will we, will we finish with those last few jugs? This is an expression used there by Yaakov when he was crying over the jugs. Or another expression, the Friedrich Rebbe said, to, pon- to polish, that is, those last buttons. And to finish that very last birr at the end of all the garments. And later on, the Rebbe said that all this was done as well. And uh, we already passed this. And then, Mashiach, take from Iyad. Mashiach immediately arrives. He arrives with the cloud from heaven. And here, this human being, Mashiach, is here. He comes. He comes immediately, and even before his time, because we're all meritorious. It's all Yidin or Tzadikim, and we all inherit the land. Which land? From them, That's the land which we have sowed and worked and planted to bring this growth. They were planted there in Mitzrayim in the process of the growth during Golis. Vert, the Yotzitz, Uparach, Yisrael, the Yidin blossom and grow, Umalup, Netevel, Tnuva, and Yidin fill the entire world with the growth of the Torah mitzvahs that they fulfill, the Karev Mamish, speedily in our times.